0: Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF betting podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela, joined as always with me, Ben Brown, and we have Eric Eager on the podcast, so you know it's going to be a good one. We are going to quickly recap uh, the Monday football games and preview our rare Tuesday games as well and really break down some bowl games for you guys here today, so let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I almost don't want to give you guys the opportunity to break down yesterday's games because they were so terrible Um, but I'll, I'll let you guys say your piece if you want I know you guys love Kirk Cousins so whatever you guys need to get off your chest I feel like we can do here
1: I mean, I'm just like a little bit upset that, uh, you know, like the the Bears ended up, this is the second time in like a calendar year that the new rule that like you can't kick an extra point after the game hits double zeros that like messed up a cover for them because uh, they were plus seven at close. This were mm-hmm. like this meaningless touchdown at the end. Like that kind of tilted me. Uh, but, um, you know, like both games sucked. I mean, at least we had the under in that game. And I know a lot of people, Like Brad Spielberger, our buddy, uh, were Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you know, the Bears have no defenders. I'm going to hammer the over. And like the market did take the over from 44 and a half to 47. Mm -hmm. And I was a little nervous. I uh, bet a decent amount of, like, the funniest thing, I bet Justin Jefferson over 96 and a half yards. And Kirk himself did not get that number, (laughs) throwing to all the Vikings receivers combined. So that that was ugly. Hopefully today we'll we'll see something. Kendall, your Seattle Seahawks seven point dogs to the Rams.
0: Yeah, um,
1: and then the Washington football team against Philadelphia. Hopefully we'll see some more fireworks. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, hopefully we'll see. We can, we can. So there's not a ton of props out there right now, right? We tried to push this podcast as long as we could, and there's just not a ton out there. So with with what I want you guys to do, maybe we can start with the Eagles and Washington football team is maybe break down what you're watching in this game. And if you guys are watching any props, maybe um, give us what you're looking at.
2: Oof, so this is gonna be. Uh, I'm. I'm more excited about the second game here coming up on okay. Tuesday night. I do like Seattle, LA. I think that's a much more intriguing matchup. Fo- Washington football team. I, I just. I don't know what to make of them. I do think they are uh, the most impacted by COVID probably still. They have been throughout this week, 15 slate. So really mm-hmm. nervous about the product that they're going to be putting on the field. Uh, PFF doesn't really show any, I guess we do show a little bit of value on Washington right now. I, I don't know. I, I'm not overly comfortable uh, back in the football team. What do you think, Eric? Are you on any side of the, you know, spread or total in this matchup or not?
1: I, I on the forecast, I said, you know, bet these games is sort of your own risk. I think right. that's, you know, there's so much uncertainty here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, if we show value on all three side, total money line, like there might just be a little bit of information that we're not privy to that, you know, like for example, like we don't know if any of these COVID players are going a to. Emerge. Exactly. Um, you know, so I don't know, like I would probably just, you know, in game might work like, like, like if you're watching that, that Oakland versus Cleveland game and there's still Oakland to me after that game. Um, if you're watching Oakland Cleveland, and you're like, okay, this game's under. Then just pound the live under, right? Like you can right. pretty much like watch that game and be like, okay, this game. Is, or you watch like you know Fields and the Vikings. It's like that game's going under, and right. you can you know go mm-hmm. in and um, pound that, um, and you know really uh, make some money there. Pre-game, it's like, you know, I, I know the limits are higher and everything, but you know, there's so much uncertainty. Once you're in the game, like a lot of that uncertainty goes away.
0: Okay. I like it. And I, and you mentioned, uh, my Seattle Seahawks, uh, are playing the Rams and I just don't know what to make of the Seahawks right now. And I almost like always want to cover my face like Eric does when he has like news that he's reading, but with the win, the Rams can pull with, even with the Cardinals in the top spot in the NFC West and the Seahawks, I I guess could make keep playoff hopes alive, which is just kind of gross to say, what are both of your expectations in this game? Eric, I'll start with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, so, so we calculated it out. If the Rams and the, uh, if the Rams and the Cardinals finish with the same record, Mm -hmm. the Cardinals win the tiebreaker, no matter what Um, it's kind of weird to say with three, three and a half games left, depending on who you drew for. um, But that that's the case. So for the Rams to win the NFC West, they have to basically clear Arizona by a game. Um, but like Arizona's just lost to Detroit, so it's very possible the Rams get the Vikings next week, and like, so there, there's winnable games left there. Um, so I expect them to be pretty motivated here uh, mm-hmm. with Seattle. I don't know, like, the, the thing is, is, like, is it all coming to an end for Seattle? Do we get an effort like we saw last night for the Bears, which is the head coach is oh, like, mm-hmm. he knows he's about to be fired, and then you know, he gives kind of like an effort that's not necessarily like. I don't know, but uh, I think Russell Wilson probably still wants to play well. Um, and, you know, he does have good receivers. The defense is better than people believe. And the Rams are banged up. The Rams have COVID stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I expect this game to be close. Um, you know, I, and if I had to pick a side, I think I'd take Seattle.
2: Yeah, and yeah I'm actually think? with... I'm actually, with you on that, I do think Seattle plus seven is a decent play. Uh, because like you said, I don't think Russell Wilson's gonna, you know, not try basically all the way to the end of the game. We have seen them kind of do uh, some backdoor covering, uh, in previous seasons, kind of given the fact that they are finally opening up the offense if they are down two touchdowns. So, even if they get down uh, a little bit heavy early, I do think they are a spot to potentially play. Uh, in game. And I also think they'll probably be live at plus seven getting past that, uh, you know, that touchdown differential. So I like Seattle here a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of interested in the total. I feel like uh, I don't really want to uh, back any overs in either one of these matchups, Mm -hmm. uh, given what we saw yesterday with the product on the NFL field. But uh, I do think maybe, you know, over 46.5 in this game is definitely a decent spot as well. Uh, Obviously that will impact some things in the player prop market. So um, Mm -hmm. I do think, you know, like Cooper cup, obviously uh, we're going to see him, you know, continue to get the target volume. That uh, is basically unprecedented in the 2021 NFL season. So maybe his reception over is hopefully a spot that the player props tool is going to like, once we get some of those numbers out, Uh, I do think kind of like what Eric said, Seahawks do have really good receivers if they are playing from behind, maybe maybe, you know, a guy like DK Metcalf could potentially go over. But uh, other than that, I'm leaning heavily probably on, you know, the unders from a rushing perspective for both running backs, if we get some of those lines, probably, you know, under on, uh, Russell Wilson's rushing yardage prop as well. We'll see. But, uh, I think, I think one that our player props tool will like, is if we get Russ Wilson at a pretty decent plus price for under 0.5 interceptions, I think that's probably going to show value. Uh, I don't know if I feel overly confident in playing that one though here on, on Tuesday night, I
0: guess, Russell Wilson, not cooking, not Russell good. Wilson getting takeout, like Eric said last week. I don't know. The Seahawks, you guys have more faith in the Seahawks than I, I do, but that's, I guess, because I'm a sad Seahawks fan. But you're yeah. right. I, they Lockett is questionable, right? Because he, it, with the COVID stuff. So the Seahawks might be, if he doesn't play, they'll obviously be more likely to feed DK Metcalf, but that also might not be a good thing because he's playing through injury right now. He was held out of practice a few times, a couple days this week, um, but it could break right for the Seahawks. They play those like dirty, weird games where they play hard against these teams. So we'll see how it goes, but I kind of want to get into bowls with you guys too. I know there's a few bowl games uh, today on Monday or Tuesday and a, cu- a one on Wednesday, a couple Thursdays. So what are you guys liking um, on these two? Let's start with the Tuesday slate of bowls. Yeah. I, like,
2: yeah, I, like- I mean, I think go ahead, Ben. I was going to say Kent state, I think is uh, the solid play here to start Tuesday night. Quite well. I think it moved up basically from a field goal differential out to three and a half. Uh, also like the under in that game quite a bit. Obviously that's going to be a little bit of a sweat, but I do think both Kent state plus 3.5 uh, under uh, under 59 seems like, you know, a really good spot to be on, uh, both sides of that. Maybe, maybe a dog under parlay to start off, uh, the bowl games, Ooh, but I do like that one what a privilege, uh, that quite be. a bit. What a privilege, <laughs> what a privilege. So that's kind of what I am mean. I think that might be my favorite bet all
1: day is Kent state though.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You look at Dustin crumb. I mean, he's been in college football. I mean, he went to college longer than van Wilder, I think. Uh, but he, I think this is his last game. Um, 106 passer rating with clean five and a, 5% big time throw rate. The, the Wyoming quarterbacks have been nothing short of a disaster. Um, but Wyoming runs the football. So right. here's the thing, like why under is the play. It's that Kent state runs the ball 52% of the time. Um, and Wyoming runs the ball 55% of the time. Wyoming is the favored team right here. And Wyoming is negative EPA, both running the football. And they do that a lot and passing the football. Kent State's great at both, right? So, like, the the handicap is, you know, Kent State, for example, 0. 0.11 EPA per run play, 0. 0.08 uh, EPA uh, per pass play. So, if they control the game, I think the under has a harder shot of hitting. But if Wyoming, who is the favorite, and theoretically the team that's going to control the game, if they control the game, then I think under is the play. So, that that's kind of like a weird little handicap there. Um, I, I do agree with Ben. I think Kent state is the better of the two bets. I think under is, you know, a fine play as well. Um, but yeah, I, to me, I don't know why you're getting plus three and a half Kent state. If you look at I mean, Dustin Crum is playing, um, they, they have some other players. I think, uh, I believe like Quintes Cephas's brother plays for Kent state and he's actually quite good. So, um, it, it's, it's a spot where I, I really do think, uh, you, you can back, um, that can't we backed them all year. We had their season win total over and they cleared it by two wins.
0: Right. Love that. I love that for us. Again, a privilege bowl season is a privilege all, all season. So (laughs) (laughs) what about uh, Missouri, the Missouri Tigers army? I think you guys like the under.
1: Yeah. This one's, this one's counterintuitive because I got to say like, I think the three of us could, could make an offense to run the ball against Missouri this year. Uh, like one of the worst um, you know, run defenses, the SEC was absolutely, like Vanderbilt was getting yards on them. Uh, I, th- I think that's a joke. I don't remember if they actually played Vanderbilt, but it would, it would have actually happened. Um, and obviously we've seen the Army uh, Black Knights, you know, how, how well they run the football. Um, but at the same time, it's a similar argument with respect to pace. Um Missouri's not a great offense. I know Ben and I had Bezelak in DFS a number of times Too to our disappointments. <laughs> um and, and that that's that's an issue, right? That that's an issue because they they don't, you know, they're, they're negative EPA both running and passing. Army has a great defense to actually have Andre Carter's son, Andre Carter the 2nd, who's an actual like draftable player on the edge for them and then you know they just the pace right they they go for fourth downs which can often be good for unders because it extends drives and drains clock and doesn't put points on the board half the time and so that that's why you've seen our, our model like under but it's also why you've seen a lot of sharp people so our our friend Rufus Peabody who's professional better he he you know he's been on under here at the open of 59 and a half now you're seeing it 56 and a half so the market certainly agrees with this play uh, at 56.5, you're looking at that key number, right? It's a number divisible mm-hmm. by seven at 56. So I think you have to grab that before uh, it, it gets underneath the, 50, the full 56.
0: Nice, Ben. Hey, I like, you I mean, I'm
1: it? on board with it 100%. I
2: agree. I do, I don't mind Missouri on the money line, obviously, plus, you know, five and a half situation. You're not really going to back them on the spread. Green line does show a little bit of value uh, on the money line. Obviously, you know, battle tests coming out of the SEC have shown a little bit. Uh, at certain points, I know at least enough for us, like Eric said, to kind of buy into the uh, Basilek in DFS a few times. So maybe, uh, you know, they could be sneaky here, uh, potentially shut down uh, Army's Russian attack. I know we have them, uh, I guess, like 112th in the nation in run defense so far here in 2021. So it might not be that likely of a scenario, but uh, I do think that. Um, you know, the, the play, if you're going to back something on a spreader money line, probably, uh, you know, Missouri plus 175 one of those spots I do think is at least, uh, likely enough to happen. I think 36.6% break even percentage. We have that just a little bit higher than that. So if you're feeling, you know, a little bit more frisky here, maybe take Missouri out of the sec that can potentially win outright against army. So.
0: Love it. Only things you hear on this podcast is, is this kind of breakdown, but Eric, while I have, while I have both of you guys here, it's, it's been a weird week. We had two games yesterday. We have two games today. Um, I want to get your outlook for week 16 um, because we've got games Thursday. We've got games uh, Saturday and Sunday. So I want to see what you're looking at. And it's kind of weird for a couple of teams, like the Rams and Vikings play each other on Sunday and they've got short rest. Same with the Browns pay, play the Packers on Saturday. Um, so what are you kind of looking at with um, all those games coming up?
1: Yeah, it's weird. Like the Vikings played on Monday night football, but they're not going to be the team with the shorter rest the following week. Um, that that's a relatively new phenomenon. So yeah, that's tricky. I mean, the U S bank stadium is generally a hard place to play. The Rams, you know, have, as you said earlier, a lot to play for, presumably it will be 10 and four after tonight's game. Um, The Vikings, you know, they have a date here with the Rams and at green Bay, they have to win one of those games to make the playoffs because then they go to the bears there. I I don't think it's going to be good enough for them to go eight, nine, with a win against the bears after two losses here. So that it, it's not a must win for the Vikings, but like, I, it's, I have a hard time seeing them go to Lambeau field and win uh, in week 17. So it, it's going to be a big one for them to me. And I'll, I'll actually be at this game. Cause I mean, why oh. not? Um, Ravens at Bengals, like obviously like after the Browns kind of like. pissed that opportunity down their leg on on, two, on Monday night against the, the Oakland Raiders. Um, this is, this is for all the marbles here, right? Like if if the Ravens go into Cincinnati and win, um, you know, all the talk about their fourth down decisions, the two point conversion decisions, all that nonsense, that's like moot, right? They win the AFC North. I don't think they're a great team. I think they will be a, they'll, they'll have a hard out. They'll, they'll have a hard time getting by the first round of the playoffs, but you're winning the division. And whereas Mm -hmm. if the Bengals win, um, you know, then they have a sweep against the Ravens. They basically bury Baltimore there. Um, you know, and, and, you know, they have another date with Cleveland, I believe. Uh, and then, you know, that's their first division title since 2015. So that's a humongous game. That's one you want to keep your eyes on. And then, uh, Christmas night, um, uh, Colts at Cardinals. I think that's a really good game, right? Like Colts are a team that like, they don't have games like the loss, the Cardinals had with lions. They're just a solid team but the upside is nowhere near as high as what the Cardinals can provide. So what game do you get there uh, between those two teams? That that'll be interesting. I don't know if I can even bet that one, Um, but I I, I'm just like, I'm excited to see what the outcome ends up being.
0: Love it. Ben, any that you're looking at that you're kind of keeping an eye on?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean,
2: kind of like Eric said, the AFC North matchup Ravens, uh, Bengals, I did write up uh, Bengals at plus 2,500 to win the AFC North early on in the 2021 season. So uh, might be a little bit of a hedging opportunity with Baltimore on the money line there. So I'm definitely tuning into that one. I got to figure out the exact way to uh, play that approach. So if you listened, read that article, uh, we could definitely get get in contact, we can definitely figure out the best approach to kind of make some money off that opportunity. Uh, And then, yeah, I mean, Bills Patriots uh, Sunday afternoon might be a pretty quality game. I do think, you know, Bills obviously took care of business against the Panthers here in week 15 Patriots on a little bit of rebound Uh, that, you know, I think has some uh, AFC East implications still, if the Bills can actually end up winning out uh, in that matchup. So definitely uh, interested. I do think week 16 is shaping up to be a pretty solid slate here and hopefully make up for a little bit of this week 15 uh, nonsense that we
1: had happening.
0: I was going to say it yeah. can't and be if, worse and if,
1: than what we and just And if Dolphins Saints get help you know, during the week that Monday night game, might actually have some implications too. Both teams yeah. seven and seven yeah. coming off of big wins. And in fact, the Dolphins on a six-game winning streak. So
0: Nice. I love it. And you're going to the Bengals game. That's fun. After Christmas, I love that for you. My dad asked if I wanted to go to the Seahawks-Bears uh, game, and I really did have to think about that for a second because I was like, do I? Do I want to go see that? But I think I do. So I think I might go to that one.
1: <laughs> sure, it's I a, mean, yeah. You only get so many line. chances to go to games.
0: Exactly. And with Russell Wilson, who might not be there uh, next year. So right. it'll be fun. But Eric, thank you so much for joining Ben. As always, everyone, pff.com slash betting. Uh, that's where you can find all of these great uh, player props, tools, all of Ben Brown's articles. And thank you so much for listening.